Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And here we go. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Hope everyone is doing great. What a great day to be here. Put on your space pants, put on your spants, people. It is hot today. So I'm going to make this one a little bit quicker than normal. Hello, Angry Astronaut. Welcome back. Check out the Angry Astronauts channel, by the way. Great, great content. Good stuff. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of really intricate stuff going on over there. So if you want to learn about everything... <laughs> everything the angry astronaut is tired everything space related go check that channel out it's awesome so uh hey melanie how you doing deborah how you doing thanks for showing up today guys i appreciate it um but i'm literally sweating right now i have the air conditioner right over there blasting on me it's like 90 degrees outside and i'm trying to keep it keep it cool for a little bit uh for the show so i'm gonna go over this stuff real quick with you guys and then i might bounce out of here even faster. <laughs> Kerbal Kid, what's up, man? Worked until 4 a.m. Oh, dude, come on. That is crazy. That's crazy and good because we get a new video from you, which is even better. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up, Bob Brink. Yes, thank you. Drink some water. I tried this stuff, boxed water. It's pretty good. I like it. Good, good. No plastic, except for the cap right here. But yeah pretty cool stuff anyway uh hope everyone's doing well let's take a look see at this this is something you know it's on the the uh spacex twitter but i want to show you guys this when we first started and um this is the crew dragon this is docked to the space station and just i just want to show you this because it's beautiful that's it like there's nothing else to it other than it's beautiful that's our Earth. That's our that's our starship Earth right there, our spaceship Earth. And that little capsule brought Bob and Doug up to the International Space Station. Thanks for that super chat. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for that. Um, so I just want to share that with you right away because I think some of these things get missed, right? So like a lot of tweets go out, Elon tweets, SpaceX tweets, lots of people tweet. But this... My friends, it's one of those things that you can just look at and just, you're like, is this real? <laughs> you know, like this is, this is what we get to see. Like we get this before we were, you know, there were, there were times back in the day when you couldn't see this. This was never a thing. Like you wouldn't be able to see this unless it was on the nightly news for a, a quick um, I don't know, like a 30 second thing where the news anchor didn't know anything about space, didn't know anything about space travel, nothing like barely anything about SpaceX. They knew some stuff about NASA, but now we get to share this amazing, amazing footage, pictures, media from NASA and SpaceX. So 
it's pretty amazing. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's beautiful. And then I'm going to go into um, Starlink real quick, too, right here. This is another thing on the uh, SpaceX Twitter, of course. Targeting Wednesday, July 8th for Falcon 9's 10th launch of Starlink, which will also carry two spacecraft from Spaceflight Inc.'s customer Black Sky to orbit. Um, so SpaceX usually launches 60 of their own satellites, of their Starlink satellites. They have two other Earth Observatory spacecraft uh, satellites on this launch for Black Sky. So that's a thing. That's happening Wednesday, July 8th. And come here and watch it here because we have a really cool chat. We have a bunch of people chatting back and forth. You're getting your own crew dragon. Dude, did you see this thing in the background? It's kind of like, it's not done, but I got this. Look at this thing. 3D printed. I got it on Etsy, man. There's tons of stuff on Etsy. Rob, what's up, man? So yeah, just check out Etsy for like, and just search for SpaceX. Everybody that's interested in SpaceX stuff and you just want like cool models and stuff. And there's a surprise coming. I showed Deborah and Melanie and I think Brink was there. Um, let's see here. Let me check the, where I got mine from, but I got another, I got another surprise coming for the set too. Uh, let me check for the shop. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I believe I got this from Ernick shop, but I also bought something from Starship Balls. Ernick shop was the, uh, crew dragon. Bunch of SpaceX stuff on there. There's a, um, some Star Wars things on there too. So here's the link to this shop. Pretty good quality stuff too. There you go. That's that shop. Spaceship Balls is another one. They have a Starship on there too, which is pretty cool. Uh, here is the Starship that I'm talking about, and it's all you know. You have to paint it yourself. It's not completely done. But if you if you want a project, like this is a project for me. I wanted to do something like this thing right here. This was a project. Like I want to I want to paint it and I want to put the decals on it and everything. It's like a model that I didn't have to build, basically. So as you can see, there's no like reflective windows. There's no decals on there. It's still gray, you know, from the 3D print. So I just think it's a cool thing and I got to gonna set that thing up one of these days but here there's the starship that i was talking about and that's just you know it's uh it's unpainted it's just fresh fresh off the printer basically uh but i didn't get that one yet but it's pretty cool too it's from that same shop from the ernick uh what is it from ernick ernick shop pretty cool if you want a project there's other shops on etsy where you could just buy a fully like built and developed um, Falcon 9 Demo 2 model. Check this out too. I'm just going to put this in the same thing just so I can show you guys. It's freaking rad, man. Check this thing out. Let me see if I can get it in the right spot there so you guys can see it. Look at that thing. Look at that beauty of a model. Yeah, kind of crazy. With the worm logo, yes. And the details and the the engines, it's all painted and ready to roll. Yeah, so that's something that you just put, you know, you just get it and you're like, this is cool and I'm just going to love this thing forever. So 
Yeah, that's that's all done. Those are there's some models like that too, and that's from uh, what is it? Space Starship Balls on uh, Etsy. He has tons of t- cool stuff. Starships, all painted, ready to roll. Three hundred thirty nine dollars though, so it's a little bit of money, but it's beautiful. A one forty eighth scale. That's like half the size of my door. One seventy second scale with the booster. Oh my god, these things are amazing. These things are amazing. So for me, like as a like straight up nerd, how cool is that? Like if I were to get all of those, your guys pinning it for you. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, did, uh, which one did you get it from? Did you get it from uh, Starship Balls? Uh, Santiago wanted the the uh, Discord link. Okay, let me check that out. I can. There you go. Should be posting now. We looked at it and it was still cool. Yeah, man, it's still cool. It's not the demo two stuff is just super cool. Um but yeah, Starship. Like I kind of I would love to get this. 172nd model. It's huge though. Like that's pretty big. That's up to your knees just for the Starship. So that's that's quite large. But this one, the one forty eighth model. Like, dude. That I like, where would I put that? You know, I would have to put it like, I don't know where I put it. It wouldn't even be in full view. It'd be too big. But yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. So anyway, there's some, uh, there's some stuff going on with Starship too. Uh, Reagan Blue Moon Dance 74 had a pretty cool post about, you know, like all the stuff that's going on. And I thought this was the best way to present this in a way that's easily digestible for everybody, including myself, because it's hard to, to like search down all the information, right? So you have to go to different websites, get all the information. So there's one tweet by Blue Moon Dance 74 on Twitter. That's Reagan. Uh, Wednesday through Friday, July 8th through 10th, 8 a.m. through 5 p.m. CT, road closures for Starship SN5 testing, Raptor static fire sequence. Static fire. That's what we're looking for. There's a static fire. And then... We're going to get a hop. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, July 8th, Falcon 9 Starlink launch. So here's Exhibit B, uh, Spaceflight Activity Beach Closure Request uh, by SpaceX 701. So July 8th, 2020. Launch window, not available. They don't know. They're working on it. Beach closure start 8 a.m. Anticipated end time 5 p.m. So the hop, dude, the hop is going to be so cool. I can't wait. I'm so pumped like this stuff makes me so excited uh july 9th is the same you know same time 8 a.m to 5 p.m closure um and then july 10th 8th 9th and 10th if it doesn't happen today uh, the backup day tomorrow and then the day afterwards as well uh from 8 till 5 p.m faa license identifier ep 1902012 primary primary closure date a peak day is defined in the memorandum of Agreement? No. If yes, da 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 da. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Uh, temporary closure. This is from the uh, where is this link here? SpaceX Cameron County. There we go. Directly from here. Public notice of Cameron County order to temporarily close State Highway Four in Boca Chica Beach. And here's the same time schedule closure. Closure scheduled. Backup date is the 9th. Backup date is the 10th. Primary date is the 8th. 
So 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. all those days. Um, so that's that that site. Uh, backup dates 10th, and it's just going through these same ones. But here we go. This is for the Starlink L9 mission right here. Can't really see it, so I'm going to read it to you guys because um, it's for the weather for the Starlink launch. Um, this is issued July 6th and is valid through the 8th. So uh, it says a broad area of low pressure has formed in the Gulf of Mexico along a stalled front near the Florida Panhandle and will drift to the northeast over the next several days. The lows position will cause low-level southwest flow, draw in plentiful moisture, <clears throat> moisture, and keep the Atlantic Ridge to our south. This will continue to or the pattern of afternoon-evening thunderstorms along the east-central Florida coast over the next several days. It looks like they have a 70% chance of getting this thing going. Oh, man. Um, Spaceflight Now is a great site, Deborah. I agree with you. Spaceflight Now is awesome. And I do, I do check those guys out too. Um, I don't think it'll fly soon. Why not? Why don't you think it'll fly soon? Oh, and you're going to get a 3D printer too, dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, how big is your 3D printer? Like how big can you make stuff? I was going to something, the paperwork. I'm going to um, paperwork I had on Facebook for you. Okay. Marcel, how you doing? Yeah, man. I, and I hope, like, I really hope that we get a launch. You know, I hope we get a hop sooner than later. You don't know what's going to happen. Static fire might ba-boom. You don't know. It's a freaking starship that's never flown before. You know, these technologies aren't tested. And, you know, they've been tested a little bit here and there. You know, they have done a test before, but it's not perfect yet. It took them 10 years to get Falcon 9, you know, to where it is now. You know, it, take, it took from Falcon 1 to Falcon 9 and like all the all the iterations of it in between, like not being able to launch a rocket. The first three launches were failures of Falcon 1. Falcon 4, the company almost went broke because of that, but considering they successfully launched the Falcon 1, NASA gave them the funding that they need to continue on, like they got a contract with NASA. And now we're on the verge of Starship, 100 people at a time in this thing going to Mars in the next couple of years, you know, with 2030s. Like, how crazy... How crazy is that? That's nuts. Something this massive has never flown under these circumstances. It is fine to be skeptical. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm the person that's like, I want this to happen right now. But I know, like, I'm the same way. Like, I think the same thing. Um, it, you have to be skeptical. It's it's rocket surgery. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's hard. These things are really, really difficult. I could never do it. Like, most normal people... So I got to fix my mic before it falls off the stand here. Um, most normal people wouldn't be able to like, can't even, I can't even fathom what it takes to do this. You know, like I can only sit back and watch engineers and scientists just, and I can just look like I, like I can code, right. I can code, but I don't know what they do. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Space is hard. Yeah, it's been repeated ad nauseum. Like space is hard. Everything about it is freaking super insanely difficult. Everything about it. Because not only are you putting, um, you know, like a giant tube into the sky, but you have to get it to a certain point where it can orbit the Earth in a certain way. Like that alone, like launching something off the earth is pretty crazy, but then making it go around the earth, that's freaking nuts. Then making it go to the moon is even crazier. And then from there, making it go to Mars and then land on Mars, like orbit Mars and then freaking land on it. What the hell is that? <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man. Oh man. It's just, it's nuts how this is going to, how this is all going to work. Um, yeah, Kathy's going to be talking about that. I have the tab up, actually, right here on the first tab. But let's get back to the, the SpaceX stuff. Um, Reagan Blue Moon Dance 74 has some more tweets here. Notice new Notam TFR. Notam TFR has posted for Starship SN5 testing at SpaceX Boca Chica for airspace up to and including 1,500-foot ground-based test static fire and related effective Tuesday, July 7th through Tuesday, July 21st. Right. So there's like there's some hope. We're hoping. Here we go. Let's zoom in on this one because it's easier to zoom in so you guys can see it. July 5th. And this is for Brownsville, which is really close to Boca Chica. It's like right next door. It's pretty much the same place. Um, a couple miles down the road. So airspace definition region bounded by. And this is this is the region that's that. Uh, square the red square up there um to provide a safe environment for space operations this is at the top the reason for no tam uh notum the pro to provide a safe environment for space operations pursuant to 14 cfr section 91 uh, type of space operation um so the altitude let's look at this this is the important part because this is probably a hop from the surface up to and including 1500 feet effective date july 8th 2020 at 0001UTC to July 22, 2020, 0001UTC. So there we go. There we go. It's possible we're going to get a hop soon. <laughs> Excuse me. And if we do, hopefully Elon will tweet about it. Hopefully we'll get some sort of information about it beforehand. So we all know that's going to happen. And then he can have a live feed with like super high definition 4K video of it, which would be really, really insane. Um, and the operating restrictions and requirements for other pilots. No pilots may operate an aircraft in the areas covered by the NOTAM except as described. <laughs> no pilots, though. There's nothing other than the Starship, you know, the big, big tube. Other information, ZHU, Houston Center, point of contact, SpaceX, telephone number for SpaceX if you guys want to prank them. Uh, don't prank them. That's really rude. Title 14 CFR section 91-143. So, yeah, this is from the FAA. Directly from the FAA. 
So there's that one. And then here is the area that we're talking about right here. And it's a really bad picture because it's the FAA, you know. Um, regular astronauts have a minimum of five-year training for a couple of weeks in space. How where do you train 100 peeps at a time for a three-year trip to Mars, right? I know. How do you train for that? There's no way. There's no way. Like, it's never been done. You know, you can't train for that. I mean, you can train what you think is going to happen. Um, and there are professionals who have been working on this for decades. Uh, what people will go through physically, psychologically. Um, you can't just, like, you can't just jump into a starship and go to Mars. There's all sorts of physical, mental requirements that you need to uh, pass, you know, in order to get there because, man, I would go crazy if I couldn't just walk outside in the grass with my bare feet. I would, I'd go nuts. Um, I would say one trained astronaut for every five or 10 passengers who have very restricted duties. Oh, that's a good idea. Kind of like the uh, space cops. <laughs> They'd be like, okay, we're going to keep you in check. Make sure everything's good. They need doctors, right? So they need doctors on board um, because we're humans. You know, we're going to get hurt probably. Like some people are going to get hurt. Some people are going to freak out, you know, so there's got to be ways to sedate people. Um, you know, there's got to be ways to uh, everyone has to sleep. Everyone has to play. You know, play is very important. If you're going to be in space for that long, if you're going to be in a tube for that long, and you're going to be, like, at the front of the tube. Like, it's going to be wonderful. Absolutely wonderful what you'll be seeing on Starship on your way to Mars. That's going to be insanely cool. But there's drawbacks, too. You know, you can go crazy. Or, you know, somebody else could go crazy and hurt a bunch of people. Um there has to be a way for, you know, a full, you're going to have, I mean, you're going to have to be comfortable, right? But you also can't be dangerous. You know, like the people that go on these tourist trips around the moon, that's a, you know, it's a little bit of time. It doesn't take that much time. But if you're going to going to Mars and back, you know, it's so, it's so long. It's so long. If you just go to, or, like, if you go back in orbit from Earth back to Mars, or to Mars and back to Earth, I should say, psychiatric screening is a must. Yes. No one crazy. <laughs> no one crazy goes to Mars. And if you do go to Mars and you're crazy, you take your own ship. I really hope they get it figured out. I really do. Because this is what I, I wanted this my whole life. Like, I wanted people to be spacefaring. Like, actually spacefaring, not just, like, in our local neighborhood here in, uh, you know, the moon and orbit. Um, I wanted people to be on Mars by now. I wanted people to orbit Saturn. You know, Starship is supposed to be able to orbit Saturn. And if we can get, I mean, that's a long trip. <laughs> You're talking about, let's see. Uh, let's see, Saturn, 837 million miles away. That's crazy. 837 million miles away. I drive 20 minutes away and I'm like, whew, that was a good drive, you know? But 837 million miles. Million miles. Uh, tourists have a five-day to a week-long trip and no duties. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. Like, you're not supposed to have duties when you're doing 
I don't know, but I guess, I mean, if you're going to Mars, you, you're going to have to have a duty. Like there, there's a lot of stuff to be done probably with a ship um, or with other people. You know, you're going to have to have psychiatrists, uh, physical doctors, engineers. Um, you're going to have to be able to 3D print parts in space because you can't take them all with you, can you? I mean, what are you going to need? I, I don't know what you'd need. You need a bunch of food. You need a bunch of water. Um, starship engineers will be engineer, or starship passengers will be engineers and need to work on the service to build a colony. Yeah, that's true too. Like what? What are the? What's the prerequisite to becoming a starship passenger? Of course, you're going to take the best of the best. You know, in the are you going to take the best of the best in the first flight though? What if it? What if something happens on your way to Mars? Then you lose all the best people. And you're like, well, second string, get in here. We're going. Um, so, but the engineers that need to go to Mars the first time need to be able to settle a colony. So you need the engineers, but you also need like cowboy type people, you know, the people that are settlers and the people that are just kind of renegades and the people that are, um, that are just willing to sacrifice it all for something like this crazy idea that we're going to go to Mars because it's kind of like, and I can only use this because I, 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 I'm from the U S. So when we went from East to West, the people that took those trips from the East to the West to like mine gold and to like settle land out here in the West, those people were crazy. It took like months to get anywhere. Because you're riding a horse or you're walking next to a horse or like people on a horse or you're walking next to a wagon. And every once in a while, the wagon people would be like, yeah, jump up here. You look like you're limping, <laughs> you know, right? Well, the most qualified want to go to state, right? Right. So it's like, do you want the most qualified people to go there and possibly die? It sounds it sounds to me like it's crazy, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, man, there's, it's such a weird thing because it sounds like such a cool idea, right? It's a, such a cool idea that we will become a space faring, uh, civilization. We'll inhabit other planets. And Elon's idea isn't just about us though. You know, he's talked in length about how we can, you know, bring other animals with us and bring like other plants with us. And then like, it's not just us, but it's other species, other plants, other animals that will be habitating together side by side on the surface of Mars, which is absolutely insane. So hopefully this SN5 test goes well in the next, you know, uh, 20 days or so. And we get a hop, we get a 150 meter hop. And from that hop becomes a bigger starship. And then they hop more and they figure it out, make sure that it doesn't blow up. And then they have more starships, make sure they, those don't blow up, so on and so forth. And then we have a fully completed starship, uh, you know, in the next, dude, I don't know, 10 years. That'd be awesome. How about all the way to Pluto at Pluto's maximum point over 3 billion miles? Oh my God. Or 15 light hours. That's insane, Kevin. That's insane. Yeah, and the American settlers could breathe the air and drink the water and forage for food, right? They could shoot a bear if they needed to, you know, or a rabbit or whatever, like a chipmunk, whatever they got to kill to survive. But there's nothing like that on a starship. That's all there for you. 
um, you know, hopefully it's all there for you before you leave uh, the earth because you're probably not going to come back. <laughs> you know, if, if you run out of food and water, you know, you're going to have strict rations the first time you go because you have to. Nothing will grow. Everything will be in inhab- Yeah, they have to be in inhab- pods. So what about Starship um, before humans get there? Of course, they have to they have to have the stuff to build the pods when they get there because they can't just bring all the stuff with them. So they send starships, a, a fleet of starships, six, seven, ten, twenty. I don't know how many it's going to take, but to build like to bring the stuff to Mars surface so they can build these pods. What if there's a um, you know, what if there's a, a modified starship that has a uh, automated system where, you know, the pod could be lowered? You know, like how they have the the um, the moon starship where they lower the things down to the surface of the moon? Is there a way that they could do that with a habitat module? No, because then they'd have to take off and then they'd burn it up. So that wouldn't work. But what if they could lower it on a rover and then drive it away? the habitat module stuff and then starship would take off, come back to earth. That would just be a constant cycle going back and forth of these habitat modules and the supplies and stuff. Um, they plan to send lots beforehand to produce water, fuel. Yeah. I mean, they, they're going to have to uh, likely be vegetarian for the first few years. Yeah. I mean, there's got, not going to be much, uh, much to hunt on Mars unless we don't know about something up there. <laughs> so, you never know. You never know uh, what they're going to send up there, but it's going to be. I like the uh, the vegetarian idea. Um, it seems like it's more sustainable. Or a large three D printer to manufacture in situ habitation. Yeah, I mean, it, that would be really cool, man. I would love that. I think that would be really interesting to see how that would actually work. I mean, right now we can three D print most stuff, right? You know, most stuff and that we need, but if you could 3D print a house, I mean, they, they 3D print houses pretty much now, right? But it's on Earth, and it's usually not sandy and crappy like it is on Mars, so um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, and that's why I'm not an engineer. <laughs> like, I don't want to solve that problem. That's hard. It's a hard problem to solve. Already demonstrated in many NASA contests. I know, man. Unless lab-grown meat progresses. Yeah, Neil. Yeah, totally. It'll be an arc-type situation. Yeah, man. I, I really think it'll become Battlestar Galactica eventually. We'll just be floating around. There'll be politics in space. Space politics. That'd be crazy. I would love it, though. I think it'd be really cool to, to watch it unfold using simulated Martian regolith or ice. Now, what about the Martian weather, though? Like, how does that affect everything? You know, I know there's sandstorms and, you know, the Hollywood sandstorms are a little bit different than Mars sandstorms, but there are big, big sandstorms on Mars. So, I don't know. That's why I don't do that stuff. I It would be cool. To, I'm going to do a little bit of research on those, on the habitats, because I think it would be pretty interesting to learn about that. And that's why I do this channel, so I can learn. You know, like, I'm here to learn as much as you guys are here to learn. So I want to learn the stuff and then convey that message to you guys. So I think learning about Mars habitats is a really cool idea. Using the soil to 3D print habitats will help the radiation too, likely to live partially underground. Hobbit holes. Yeah, that would be cool. Live in a cave. Um, there was a schematic of the had pods we looked a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, the one that kind of spirals up. 
that one, the the origami one, that one looks really cool. <laughs> Pigs in space. Remember that? <laughs> Martian ice. Okay, Marsha and Martian ice house. Those are two good ones. Okay, I'll take a look at those. Let me make a note of that real quick. All right, there we go. Cool, man. I'm going to take off. It's a thousand degrees in here and I'm going to die. So I'd rather not do that, rather not die. So <laughs> I can turn off these lights <laughs> and it can be dark once again. So, um, yeah, thanks for hanging out, guys. I appreciate you. Um, I might do a stream on Twitch later. So you can go to twitch.tv slash Egbert TV. I'm going to put my name in the chat. I don't think I can put the link officially uh but there's my name in the chat for twitch so check out the twitch channel i do like video gaming and stuff over there um and i appreciate everybody that stops from here over to there it's not all space talk we can talk about space stuff but we talk about a bunch of other stuff too so it goes from like zero to a thousand all of a sudden and it's crazy and it's fun and we have a good time and we smoosh people with our cars and PUBG. <laughs> So thanks everybody for stopping by. I appreciate it. Thanks all the members of the channel. Thanks for the uh, uh, for the uh, super chat. Burned, appreciate it. You're awesome, and you're helping the show tremendously by doing that. So thanks so much. Thanks all the members again. And um, that's about it for today, guys. I'm going to push the button. Added you to my space site, JTTV. Nice, John Titer TV. Okay, cool. I'll check that out, man. Thank you. Check that out. Thanks, man. All right. Well, I'm out of here. Take care, guys. And one more time. Bye-bye, everybody. Let me see if I can hit the button. There we go. Bye. Looking later, Deborah. Lurk it up. I'll be on Discord. Here's the Discord, too.